Hello, welcome to Sip Tea with Ali, and today is a beautiful day. Um, it's actually finally feeling like fall weather, which is great. I love it. Um, and in case anybody's wondering, from my last two episodes, I decided to delete them because I realized that they were quite personal. And while I was glad that it touched a few and that I was able to get that out there, it's not something I, I, I knew I wanted out there for a long time. Something I knew I needed to express and I knew that somebody else needed to hear as well. But it wasn't something I wanted to keep, you know, out in the open for forever. Because, again, you know, I, I know from personal experience that sometimes it's good to open up your heart. I mean, more often than not, you have to. But a lot of the times, um, you know, at some point in your life, people will use that against you. So just to be careful, you know, it's not like I can't trust anyone um, or that I know that listens to this. It's just that, like, I personally was like, you know, it's something I wanted to only keep out temporarily, if that makes sense. So that's kind of the little story behind that. But today I thought it would be fun to do, like, a lighthearted episode, talk about some of my current favorites. I know that's something that a lot of people tend to do, um, but it is a new month. Um, and while this is a popular topic for discussion on, you know, maybe podcast or, um, I know on YouTube for sure, um, I just, I still thought it would be really, really fun to just kind of talk about different things that I am enjoying and whatnot, and, um, so let's just kind of get right into it. I'm getting ready this morning, so if you hear me, you know, I don't know, bottles clinking or something. It's just me in my room putting on my makeup and whatnot. Um, Because I'm going to mass today. So just kind of all the fun stuff. But um, yeah, because it's a new month, I figured why not? Why not just kind of share some of my current favorites um, from like last month that's carrying over into this month or some things that I'm going to be doing this month that are different from my everyday routine just to kind of switch it up so um I just started rereading a classic um Little Woman so I started it really late last night I'm basically considering it today so first day of November um and I'm hoping to have it done by the end of the year This is a favorite of mine. It's always been a favorite of mine from a young age. And so when I was younger, I didn't think... My mom didn't think I could read the full thing. So she got me an abridged version. So parts of it were kind of like not necessarily cut out. But it was like a little bit of it was cut out, if you know what I mean. But like it wasn't like the full thing was cut out, you know. But like you still got the gist of the story. It was basically kind of like a watered down version of Little Woman. But I remember reading that and falling in love with it. Um, and I remember seeing a play with some friends for for school. Um, and I fell completely in love with the story. I remember walking out of the play. You know, I, I remember walking out of the play and thinking, wow, like, I thought I liked the book. But, like, this just kind of reiterated that for me. That it was like, no, this is something I really love. Um, something that really just stuck out to me and I was like wow this isn't something like I've ever really read before you know what I mean because when you're little the books that you read aren't most likely going to be classics if you know what I mean so the fact that a classic had stuck out to me at a young age was really saying something if you know what I mean So I personally was, you know, really touched by it. And I remember just thinking to myself, how, like, why? Why didn't Lori and Joe end up together? Um, Spoiler alert, but I figured a lot of people had to know that. Um, (laughs) I should have said spoiler alert beforehand, but you know what I mean? It's It's not something that people probably don't already know, if that makes sense. It's a pretty common book a lot of people know about that um but I you know it's something I did not realize until I want to say maybe almost a year ago a few months ago actually a few months ago really so um when I was growing up in all 
throughout my life up until now, I've been so frustrated, you know. Anytime I'd watch any movie adaption of Little Woman or whatever or think about it, I would get so frustrated over the fact that Lori and Joe never got together. It wasn't until a few months ago that I realized, no, they would have never made it because I realized I put myself in Joe's shoes. And to be honest, out of all of the March sisters, I have always felt the strongest connection with Joe because I've always kind of had that wild spirit. A lot of people would associate me with Beth, which I honestly, excuse me, (laughs) I find as like a a great honor to be associated with Beth or Meg. But to be honest, I don't think I relate to her as much as I relate to someone like Joe. I think Joe is a more relatable character in the sense that she is, she's clumsy she she has this wild spirit that just needs to be let out. She needs to be free. She needs to go, you know, run in an open field and get her dress all muddy. You know, that's kind of the spirit that I've had. And, um, you know, and my brother was like my best friend growing up. So, you know, I was always hanging out with a boy or, you know, when my brother's friends would come over, I would hang out with them. So it was kind of like me always wanting to prove that I could be this nitty gritty girl while also still, you know, having to wear dresses to church and stuff, which I honestly detested dresses for the longest time or just formal clothes for the longest time. Um, And it wasn't until you know, several years ago that I was like, oh, I love dresses. You know what I mean? It kind of grew on me. I honestly personally like wearing dresses better than I like wearing, um, you know, pants certain times of the year. It just, I don't know. It just, it sometimes it just, it feels more comfortable, um, especially during the summer and whatnot, because it just feels like it's more breathable. You know what I mean? So it definitely has grown on me. I am turning into more of a woman, you know, a little woman, but, um, yeah, I was always really, really frustrated about the fact that Joe and Lori never got together, and it wasn't until a few months ago that I realized, no, and I went, I I told this to my mom, I was like, mom, I know what you're trying to tell me, I know what you meant, you know, like, it just clicked with me, like, I know what you were trying to tell me, I was like, as someone that relates a lot to Joe and has always wanted a Lori, like when I was little, my best friends were, um, were boys. I was, I had two, I was like two or three years old and I had two guy best friends and we were like, you know, three peas in a pod. We seriously were. And one of those boys I was even closer with than the other. And I remember him going around and telling people that he was going to marry me one day. We were like that little. And you know, he was, you know, it was just fun, you know, I just wanted to be, like, one of the guys, you know, but I also still like the fact that they treated me kind of like a princess at the same time, if you know what I mean, they still realized that I was different than them, that I was a girl, but, you know, it just still felt like I had that ability to be nitty-gritty with the boys, if that makes sense, so that's kind of where I think my Joe March spirit blossomed from a young age, Um, but then of course we, the three of us like fell apart pretty quickly as the years went on and one of them moved away. So obviously that didn't work. I remember how crushed I was and it's hard to, you know, when you're young, having someone move away like that from such a young age, you know, he was my best friend. Um, and I think it's been funny because I, I guess I always kind of like associated that with my my feelings of why I've I've felt like I've been missing a Lori in my life. And so anytime I would think about Little Woman or watch um, the, what is it, the one with Winona Ryder, is that one from the 80s? I think it's from the late 80s. Um, That's honestly my favorite Little Woman adaption. The only reason it's my favorite Little Woman adaption is because it hands down makes me cry every single time. I think it's because the actress who plays Beth really, really gets me every time. But to be honest, I really like, I don't know, there's certain things that I like in the 80s one and the certain things I like in the 2019 version. To be honest, above all, the 2019 version might be 
in my opinion, like, I mean, they're kind of tied, but I like whatever her name is. Um, I can never say her name, like the Irish girl. Is her, she's Irish, right? Who plays um, Joe March. She personally, I think she did a better job for Joe March than Winona Ryder. But I don't know. I like Christian Bale as Laurie more than I like Timothy Chalamet as Laurie. Um, I don't know, maybe it's just I'm not a huge fan of Timothy Chalamet's acting, but I really, really liked Christian Bale, and I felt like he fit the character Laurie better than Timothy Chalamet. So I guess it's like there's a hodgepodge of different things I like from one or the other, but I still will watch both hand in hand. I still love both, but I really like the way that whatever her name is portrays Joe in the 2019 version because I think she resonates more with me in that one. I relate more to her in that one, I feel like. Um, but, you know, I'm wondering if Winona Ryder, if she shares more of the appearance of the way that Joe March is described in the book, you know, like. It seems like Joe in the 2019 version kind of has dirty blondish with a tint of kind of like red hair. I don't know what you would call that, but um, but while you have someone like Winona Ryder who had, you know, this long locks of just these brown, you know, colored hair um, with like these nice waves that probably fits more of like Joe's personality and her description of the book but with all that said um the 2019 version stands out in certain aspects just because I find Joe to stand out more in that one and Joe has always been my favorite um and a lot of people as I said before don't think I relate to her very much but this is my point that I'm getting to that I've taken so long to get to is the fact that for the longest time, I felt like I've been missing a Lori in my life, and that a Lori is what is the type of partner I need for the rest of my life. And I was like, I need a Lori. I want the ending that Joe March never had. Then I realized, hold up, no, I don't want that. I couldn't. Because if I had a Lori, guess what? We would kill each other, as Joe says. They would kill each other. You know, they would, and, and the thing is too, is like, Lori's like, I'll be a saint. But no, you could you saw how he took her how he took rejection. So if he's taking some sort of correction from Joe. Alright, sorry guys, I got cut off because I was having to put some things away real quick. Um, but I'm back and as I was saying basically I realized that um, you know, as much as I felt this longing for a Lori in my life you know, if I had a Lori in my life, I could only be friends with him. Um, it was, it, it couldn't be anything more than that because it's as if, um, you just can't really stay in a relationship like that for very long without wanting to, I don't know, cut each other's throats, if that makes sense. And I only realized that until recently, and even though Joe says that, and even though, you know, it was like, you know, the main reason why Joe was like, no, and Louisa May Alcott, you know, wrote that that way, um, even though I knew that, it never made sense to me because I just couldn't see it, you know? I guess I was seeing only from Lori's perspective and not from Joe's, which was odd for someone that found herself relating to Joe quite a bit. Um, the reason why Mr. Bear is starting to just click, like, he's like, making sense his character's making sense and his relationship with joe is finally making sense is the fact that i realized that's the type of person i need when i can't take criticism when i 
get angry when someone tries to correct me and when I try to get defensive and when I, you know, have my quick temper, you know, all these things that I think people don't always see on the surface when they see me, you know, those imperfections that I have that I try to hide that tend to run rapid when (laughs) I just am kind of raging with, you know, fury. I need someone who's patient. I need someone who's kind, someone who's loving and can just know that I need space and I need to cool down and that's all I really need. And I think that Mr. Bear does just that. And that's why it clicked because I was like, that's the type of man that Joe needs in her life. You know, she thought that she would never fall in love, that she would never get married. Um, And it was Mr. Bear that made her realize that, no, you know, marrying is not a bad thing. She's just had this false idea of what it should be um, and how it could be so much more than that. And I think at that time period, marriage was more of a thing for money and convenience um, than it was about love. But I think this book really does stress about how, you know, someone can change your idea of what love means and what marriage is, you know, because I think in a broken society where, like, current day society where a lot of marriages fall apart, you need to realize that, but while you're looking for a lifetime partner, you're looking for a best friend, someone that compliments you. So when you're wild, he's calm. (laughs) When he's wild, you're calm. Like, it's that complementary pair that, you know, it's kind of like that term opposites attract, but not necessarily like that because it's not always that way. And it shouldn't always be that way because I don't think that term is like completely correct in all aspects. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't know how common that really is, but in a way that would kind of be how you know, one might describe what I'm trying to describe in a simple way that people would understand. Um, But that's kind of what happened with Joe um, and with Mr. Bear. You know, she really liked him and she denied it. And, you know, she felt ashamed. She said, how could someone love me, you know, through my temper, through these things that I have? Um, that make me me, these imperfections that I'm working on. And it's just so beautiful how she she finally realizes that and and sees that Mr. Bear was there all along, you know? Um, and I personally just think that that is so beautiful. Their relationship is honestly so touching to me because this is when I came out to my mom a few months ago and I said mom it all clicks like it all clicked um sorry I'm like putting on hair product right now uh, I said it all clicks like she she and Lori could never be a thing um and I realized that as much as I wanted a Lori in my life I needed a Mr. Bear Because I could have a Lori as a friend for the rest of my life, but not as a lover. But Mr. Bear could be a friend and a lover. And I realized that I needed a Mr. Bear to be patient when I have my quick temper, when I can't take constructive criticism and I take it to heart, you know, when um, when I am struggling to stay calm and to not stress you know I need a Mr. Bear that's just this calm anchor but who's also just very wise and forgiving at the same time um I'm putting on more hair product by the way um I which leads me to talk about the next thing let's just kind of move on from Little Woman basically current favorite book at the moment Little Woman Um, There's just kind of my little rant. I will have an entire episode about that. So here's my little teaser. (laughs) It's kind of a long teaser. I'll just move on. But speaking of hair products right now, um, 
this is my current favorite thing. So as you can tell, I'm not sponsored in any way, but I'm just going to talk about my hair products because as someone who's trying to approach her um, hair care in a natural way, this is something I am enjoying a lot and honestly quite excited about. So a friend of mine who was doing a lot of investigating on the curly girl method, you know, maybe two, three years ago, um, has recommended certain products to me and um, is trying to help me get my hair to its best potential that it possibly can be. So shout out to my dear friend, Abigail. <laughs> Her hair always looks amazing. Um, and I love the fact that she's just embraced her natural curl because for the longest time, I didn't even know her hair had that potential because she didn't really like, I don't know if, I don't know if she just didn't, oh, if it was too much of a hassle, but she just never wore her hair that way until, you know, a year or so ago. And she, you know, showed up with her hair like that. And I was like, girl. I had no idea. Um, it's gorgeous. And, you know, she was starting to tell me about her method because I was like, you know, I have wavy hair, but it has a bit of curl in it. When I was little, my hair was really curly. And so, it, you know, so was my little sister. You know, her hair was really, really curly, but of course it's lost its curl with time. Um, but I was like, wow. Um, like, I wish I could get my hair like that. And she's like, you know, you have the potential to do that. And I was like, seriously? And she's like, yeah, you just need the right, you know, products and the right method. And I was like, oh my gosh. So it's definitely helped my hair feel a lot, lot healthier. Um, and I used to have this problem where any hair products I would use kind of would like get gunked up in my scalp. And I was like, am I not washing my hair well enough and or what? Because I would scrub and scrub and scrub and scrub. But it still would kind of cake up in my hair and it would look kind of greasy at the top. And I was like, I don't get it. I'm scrubbing and I'm scrubbing and I'm scrubbing. Like, but I, but there's still like product in my hair um, from these, you know, just regular um, hair shampoo and conditioners that you would just buy at like Walmart or whatever and it wasn't until I realized that switching to products with better ingredients could kind of get rid of that buildup and all that stuff and so I mean you do have to be careful because some shampoos will cause buildup it really depends I heard that with the curly girl method that you do sometimes have to use just, you know, a, a regular shampoo and or conditioner or whatever every few days to kind of cleanse your hair with those chemicals because sometimes those chemicals are what strips the buildup. It really depends, but my hair was reacting opposite because ever since I started switching to cleaner products, um, and you can get this at Target, but it used to only be an online custom type shampoo company but it's called function i think it's called what is it is it function of beauty i think it's called function of beauty um yes it's function of beauty and originally was just this customizable hair care site and i thought about using it for a long time um but then i was like i don't know um but then they started just selling different types um like for different types of curl or wave at target and i was like oh my gosh got so excited so i tried those and it has done wonders for my hair so i have the purple bottle which is for like a it's a decent sized wave but it's not like a super loose wave so it's kind of in between um so it's it smells amazing it feels great in my hair i've been using it for several months and it's been doing wonders but if you're going to do a curly girl method or try to help your waves or your natural curls really pop out then you're going to need to use other products as well to really define them and 
Another thing you need is a hair towel. So you can't have you can't use regular towels in your hair because it causes too much friction and frizz and all this kind of stuff. And it will strip your hair of the natural oils and whatnot that it needs for the curls. So you have to buy a specific hair towel or here's a hack. You can use an old t-shirt or an old long sleeve shirt and you can just look this up on YouTube and people will show you how to wrap your hair in it. It's pretty simple. Um, and it's just an easy way because the material for like an old t-shirt or something is just a lot healthier for your hair and reducing all that frizz and everything that will come from just using a regular towel um and it's also more lightweight too so it's not like you have this huge towel on your head i always thought that was really annoying so that's something I really enjoy. I'm actually wearing my hair towel right now, but this is kind of like a frizz-free, friction-free type of towel. Just look it up. Um, I don't know the specific name or type or anything, but if you are looking for that, I don't know. It's one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite parts of my getting ready routine is doing my hair routine because it's really therapeutic for some reason. And just the scrunching of my hair um, is... Oh, I love it because what you'll do is you'll work your product. So I have a Curl Talk defining cream. It's called Not Your Mother's, so it's a clean, like, anti-frizz, you know, very clean brand. Um, and then um, you'll just kind of get, you know, like a decent size amount, maybe like a quarter size or whatever, maybe a little bit more, and start scrunching it upwards in your hair. You can lock, you can watch videos of this. Uh, it's honestly, I love it. I love the sound. I love putting it in there and the products always smell great. Um, most hair products for, you know, the curly girl method always smell amazing. But, um, and then my friend just recommended this product, the friend I was telling you about, which is like this herbal essence, herbal essences, um, totally twisted curl boosting mousse. So it's, it has this mixed berry scent Oh, it smells amazing. We were literally just talking about this the other day. We were like, oh my gosh, I wish I could just keep on putting more and more and more of that in my hair. I don't need to. And I'm going to go through the bottle like super quickly, but it smells so good. And you wish the smell could last forever, but you know, it, you can smell it when you put the product in, but you can't really smell it as time goes on, which is kind of a good thing because you don't want something super strong. And especially if you are sensitive to certain scents, it's a pretty good one to use. Um, but that's been some of my favorite things that I've been using for several months, but that new mousse is honestly my favorite thing ever, and it, and it comes out kind of like shaving cream, and then you, you know, kind of rub it in your hands, and you start scrunching, and it's like, it smells so good, and it's so fun to use, so that's a, one of my current favorite things that I literally just started using on October 29th, I think. So yeah, just recently. Um, and another favorite thing I'm going to talk about, I know I feel like I'm just going to talk about products because it's just something that I feel like I want to share with people because who knows, somebody might need this. But ladies, if you get period cramps, I, I'm here for you. Okay. I get them so, 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 so bad. I have a lot of hormonal imbalances. Sometimes it feels like someone's stabbing me. That's probably a bit of an exaggeration, but I think you know what I mean. <laughs> it's pretty bad. There have been times where I, I have about thrown up. I have thrown up. I just a lot. There's, it's a struggle. You know what I mean? And it's so hard because when you know you have to go somewhere, that's when you feel your worst, not gonna lie. Like it, it literally is the worst timing for me. So um, I found these things. I had seen them at Target for a while and I was like, should I try them? Should I not try them? That looks a little weird, but they honestly do work if you are needing to walk around, move around, and you can't have a heating pad strapped to your whole body. I mean, technically you could find a way and I'm sure they have something similar to that, but this is a really small, you know, really, I guess, hideable. I don't know. <laughs> you can't really see them and they work amazingly, but they have, it's these, um, rail heating patch for menstrual cramps and it's, 
up to eight hours one time use so you can wear this thing for up to eight hours and there are three i think three in one box but um you just activate it by stripping the st like the sticker backing and it'll activate something in it and it'll start heating up um and it, it shows you where you can put it. You can put it in your back. You can kind of put it in your underwear. Um, but it's made with rose oil, lemon oil, and jasmine oil. And it has these heating, activating type of things. But um, it was invented in Korea, South Korea. And um, this brand thought about bringing this to America because people in Korea have had a lot of really, really great um success with it so i'm very thankful for it super fun discovery i needed it for when i was taking a test um beginning of october and i was like and i had started my period and it was one of the worst periods i've had in a while and i was like what am i gonna do so i went to the store the night before grabbed these put it on the next day and it was great um so just Make sure you put it on right, follow the instructions, but it is a really good, quick way to relieve some pain if you can't be at home laying down in bed with a heating pad. So good, it's portable, it's pretty you know, lightweight, small box, so you can take it with you, you could take the little thing out of the box, whatever you want to do. So that's been one of my current favorites and I want to share with you guys because who knows, you might need it and you, I don't think you'll regret it. Um, another thing I just started doing the other day that I want to do throughout, throughout the rest of November is gratitude, like a gratitude, gratitude journal. Blew, can't talk. So I got this for Christmas. What was it like 2019 or something? Yeah. Christmas of 2019. Good old times. Um, but it's this journal I think we got it off of Amazon. My grandma got it for me, but it's good day. Start with gratitude journal. It has quotes and it has three lines for each day and you can just put the date or whatever. And there's always like a quote for each week. What's crazy is I haven't picked up this thing since September 21st of 2020. Wow. I didn't make it very far. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Allie for you. She'll start things and then she'll realize, oh, this is too time consuming, which it really isn't. And, you know, this has actually been scientifically proven. I've done research before this, before on this. But when you, like, people who have um, anxiety and whatnot tend to dwell on the things that make them anxious or dwell on the things that are coming up and all this kind of stuff. Like, they're not living in the present ever. And it's really hard to find good when you're just constantly anxious, constantly worrying about things that have to get done, worrying about things in the past and whatnot. So sitting down once every day is something I'm going to be trying to challenge myself to do starting today for the rest of this month, hopefully for the rest of this year. But just writing these just three things down that I'm thankful for. And I was trying to figure out whether or not you do it at the beginning of the day or at the end of the day. So I actually figured that, well, you technically you could do it in the morning and night, but I was thinking, well, it could be something you could do throughout the day. It doesn't really have to be one set thing, but for some reason, I've been feeling like it would be most effective in the morning. And one of the reasons why I think it'll be most effective in the morning is because, I don't know about you, but I tend to, when I start my day with a good mindset, like... Um, I'm going to do this, this, and this today, and I'm going to try my best. I'm not going to beat myself up. You know, you start to kind of pump yourself up. You know what I mean? Listen to good music, go on a walk, do whatever you got to do. And that's kind of what I like to do all those things before I start to do anything related to, you know, my education, you know, whatever I got to do, work, <laughs> whatever. So I try to do those type of things because I've been, at least I've been recently trying to do these things over the past week to two weeks. Because if you start your day out right, the rest of the day will start to 
flow better if that makes sense because if you just kind of stroll out of bed and you're just kind of like oh this day is horrible already then it's you're going to believe that it is so i think one of the reasons why i think it might be more effective to do gratitude journaling during the morning is because for me personally it'll help put me in a better mindset of like okay here are three things that i'm grateful for right off the bat today You know, like, nothing interesting could have happened, but I could just say, I'm thankful that I got out of bed today. I'm thankful that I get to do this today. I'm thankful that I have this this week, or I got to do this yesterday. You know, it doesn't have to be, like, at the end of the day where you're like, oh, I'm so thankful that I got to do this today or that today or eat this or whatever. Like, it could be a little bit more meaningful, a little bit more personal. Anything that fits on, like, a one-line type of thing in a journal. So that's something that I'm hoping to do after this. Um, But I, again, I do feel like it does put you in the right mindset and helps get you in a good mood. So there's that. Um, Trying to think if there's this one last thing I want to share before I end this podcast episode, because I really do got to get going for the day. (sighs) What else? Current favorites. So I talked about little woman hair products. I talked about heating pad thing gratitude journaling oh i'm gonna talk about another thing so let's talk about food because why not i'm actually quite hungry right now i have not eaten breakfast and it's getting late but food okay so there's these things called lara bars and if you've heard of them great that's that's awesome because I wish I would have discovered them sooner. Like, I had kind of heard about them before, but I was kind of like, eh, whatever. They're just, like, another thing, like a cliff Bar or whatever. But no, guys, Lara Bars are literally my favorite kind of go-to bar. Because, like, a lot of people like the Kind Bars. I, I kind of grew sick and tired of all the chocolate in them and just how crunchy it was. I didn't really like it. I liked it at first, and then now I'm like, eh, I can't stand it. Um, Cliff Bars, I really, really liked them for years, but then I just realized how sweet they are, how unhealthy they are. They just don't really have any nutritional value in them. And then it's kind of been like, okay, what else really is there out there that's actually good? And my dad's like, you should try these Lara Bars. I tried them at like the beginning of October for the first time in like forever. Because I think I might have had one before, but it just had been forever. And um, I think I tried the cashew cookie bar. And oh my gosh, so good. It's kind of like a comfort, quick comfort food for me. Because it's really easy on my digestive system, which has kind of been wacky. And it's all made with real natural ingredients. Things that you can pronounce like dates, nuts, all this kind of stuff. Um, It's like gluten-free, vegan, all of that. And you would think that that would mean it would taste disgusting because (laughs) I don't really buy that kind of stuff. Um, But no, guys, it's it's so good. It's so good. It's so good for you. So easy on the digestive system. Um, Very filling, has a good amount of fiber, good amount of protein for something like that. And you're all getting the protein from like the nuts and from the dates and all that. and it's great, and it's not overly sweet or anything. It has really nice, soft texture that you would find kind of in some sort of breakfast bar. Oh, I love it so much. I tried their gingerbread flavor. I got a box last week or the week before. It's good. I I would say it's too gingery for me because I think they're trying to make it more on the natural side, obviously, so it's not going to be like a gingerbread cookie because it's made with real ingredients. So it's not going to have molasses or anything like that in it, but it um, it has a lot of ginger in it, and ginger is really good on for your digestive system. So I'm like, okay, this is good for me. It does taste pretty good, um, and it's one of their seasonal flavors. Um, but yeah, that's one of my current favorites at the moment. So I just kind of want to throw that out there if you're looking for something. Just kind of a snack that's good on the go. I think that's something that a lot of college students or people who are working might want to have with them um just for easy access um yeah there's not much I'm trying to think if there's like a beverage I want to share with you guys but there really really isn't 
much I have. I've been drinking coffee, but I've been trying to drink more half-calf, so it's half-caffeinated, so half-decaf, half-regular, you know, half-caffeinated, um, because I'm trying to stay away from a ton of caffeine with my hormones, but it's been really difficult because I've been kind of drinking quite a bit of coffee over the past few months, just, you know, I have it at least at some point during the week, and it's kind of become more of a regular thing throughout the school year, which is kind of a problem because it does tend to make me jittery with my anxiety and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of sad because I love the taste of coffee. I love the smell of coffee. I love how it does make me feel more awake, but it tends to make me feel more jittery, more anxious, and then I end up having kind of a caffeine crash. So I can't have too much caffeine is what I've learned. Um, And another thing I've also learned, so if you're similar to me and still want to drink coffee, here's a little tip. Um, because coffee has been one of my current favorite drinks, iced coffee in particular. So I'm going to share that with you guys. Um, But here's a little hack because everybody knows about iced coffee. But if you're kind of more sensitive like me and still want to drink it, I would recommend reducing the caffeine in it. So do like a half calf. Also keep in mind that decaf does have some caffeine in it. And when they're stripping it from caffeine, they're basically stripping it of all the things that are good in coffee which is kind of sad because it's like what's the point of even drinking it then because coffee does have some good health benefits um but coffee is actually better for men than it is for women it's so great for for guys it's wonderful for their bodies and they can handle a lot more than women can but because of women's hormones how they're different than men they tend to not do as well on caffeine and some women more than others and I happen to be I think one of those ladies that just doesn't do too well with coffee or with her hormones it tends to make my periods worse when I have them um like have coffee um and I tend to my my flow gets heavier I get more cramps so it it tends to make it worse um so just kind of like a warning if anyone does drink coffee during their period you know it just to let you know it for some people like it it does affect you some it doesn't affect you too much so just kind of throwing that out there um I know it does affect me which is sad because sometimes I'll still drink it and it's like I will suffer the pain (laughs) um it is not worth it my friends it was so bad the other day and I had it and I was like what were you thinking (laughs) Um, but it's fine. Um, basically my tip is, you know, reduce the caffeine that you are, are, are taking, I guess. And, um, another thing I would suggest too is take some sort of, I did some research on this, but take some sort of magnesium supplement because if you're starting to get jittery, um, due to coffee, it's usually due to the fact that you are you don't have enough magnesium in your body and another thing said that you can take a supplement called l-theanine that kind of relaxes the body it might have magnesium in it i can't remember what's in it but if you take this you know natural supplement hand in hand with coffee and food and all that your stomach and your 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 digestive system and everything should process it a lot better but it could also be a nervous system thing as well not all it, it can't it's probably not just a digestive thing but just keep that in mind um just kind of throwing that out there and something that I've learned is you eat beforehand a lot of people can drink coffee on an empty stomach that will be their breakfast I can't do that um I will feel so sick if I do that so I have to eat a good decent sized meal and drink water and take my supplements before my vitamins and all that before I can even think about having coffee and so that usually means I'm drinking coffee more in the late morning early afternoon than I am straight thing in the morning and that's another thing it recommends too is don't drink it first thing in the morning make sure you have you know you're you've been up for a while you let your system go and all this kind of stuff before you try to put coffee in it so those are some tips and I have noticed that my body does a lot better when I follow those methods it's still something I want to try to avoid at some point altogether, coffee, but it's it's such a popular thing in our society, and I just love it. It's like you see so many people drinking it, you smell it everywhere. It's like 
it's hard to escape it, you know what I mean? And then you get caffeine withdrawals. That has happened to me before because I'm so sensitive to caffeine. I My body kind of gets used to it a bit and it relies on it. So that way when I don't have it, I am so groggy. I have headaches. I'm so tired. I could fall asleep while reading. It's, ugh, it's horrible. So I guess my body reacts really sensitively to caffeine and the lack thereof. So something I'm trying to play around with, just kind of throwing that out there if anyone else has noticed something similar when they have caffeine. Um, I have tried to switch to black tea. This time last year, I was only drinking English breakfast tea and I would have maybe two cups maximum a day and then I'd have herbal tea in the, you know, afternoon, evening or whatever. I was drinking tea literally all the time. But the thing was, is I felt like I had to drink two cups of the English breakfast tea to equal a cup of coffee. So I was like, is this even really, you know, doing anything? But I was like, I'm so cold. I want something warm. And I was really, 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 really in love with tea last year. And I still am in love with tea. In fact, I had a cup of my favorite peppermint tea last night. But that's only something I tend to have at nighttime. I tend to not have that in the morning because it just, it soothes me. And I've associated it with bedtime because it, helps my allergies helps me feel tired and all that more than it helps me feel awake and all that so I tend to to save that in the evening but anytime my period is really really bad I have noticed that peppermint tea does help a ton it helps soothe those cramps um and the brand that I would recommend you can also get this on Target but you can also get it on Amazon I've seen is Harney and Sons Fine Teas it's like HT is what the little symbol is but I get their peppermint herbal tea it's so good and anytime I'm bloated anytime I'm just not feeling great I have cramps and whatnot I will drink that and it I guarantee you, like, within several minutes of just having that soothing, warm drink in your system, the bloating, all that kind of stuff tends to go to, tends to go away for me, and it might just be more of a temporary term, like, temporary, like, type of relief, but it, it does wonders for me, so, um, and it helped a ton last night, so just throwing that out there if anyone is interested in that and is in need of some sort of soothing drink and the reason why I say this brand in particular over other brands of peppermint tea because this brand is a little bit more on the expensive side but the quality of this tea is so so good and it's so up there that you're like it's worth spending a little bit more I would say for a tin it's about six dollars but I think how much is in the tin there's 20 20 sachets and they're cute little sachets they're not like your little tea bags but they're little sachets and there's about 20 of them in there so it it will last you quite a while and another cool thing about it too is this is slightly stronger tea it's herbal so it's not caffeinated but it's slightly stronger so what you could do is you could brew your first cup of tea and you want another cup of tea you just set it to the side you let that brew for the time that it says you set it to the side and then you put it back in your cup um and you can brew another tea so you can at least get two cups of tea in one sitting with one tea bag so really really great if you like drinking a lot of tea um so just throwing that out there or maybe if you want to share a cup of tea with someone so there's that too so you're basically even though there's technically 20 sachets in there you could really get 40 cups of tea out of it if you really tried just saying so there's that um this episode is getting much longer than i had hoped it would but you know there's these are some fun things i thought i would share with you guys um but yes, I'll be reading Little Woman, drinking my tea, maybe my coffee throughout the day, um, in addition to all my tasks. And another thing I've been enjoying doing on top of all this, just throwing this out there real quick, is just walking and jogging. Um, I've been trying to do that for my mental health, also for my physical health, of course. Um, and it's been doing wonders. Just, you know, put my AirPods in, you know, listen to some good music. I'll occasionally listen to a podcast and it's, it's just great. You know, I have had these really, really, really slow mornings recently. Um, but honestly, it's been great because I finally am allowing my body to adjust to what it needs to. 
um, with my sleeping disorders and stuff, I have made myself try to go to bed earlier and end up falling asleep at like really, really, really late because I'm stressed that I can't fall asleep, if that makes sense. So I realized you just get into bed really late and you kind of allow yourself sleep in and you work around your schedule that way. Um, but basically before I was trying to get into bed by a decent hour, get up really early, but then I was stressing when I was getting in bed at a certain hour because it was, one, it was hard and I just felt like I wasn't tired enough. Um, I was like tossing and turning for several hours and I would be up much later than I needed to be. But now I just make myself super tired throughout the day. I read before bed, drink some tea, you know, take my melatonin, do whatever I got to do in my nighttime routine, and I, like, crash in bed within a few minutes, so it's great. So I've kind of, my body's really adjusting to the routine it needs to, and it's been a little weird this school year because it's, like, I feel almost like I'm not getting enough done or there's not enough time throughout the day but no I'm just basically adjusting my circadian clock to what it needs to be at the moment. I'm just naturally someone that tends to wake up later stay up later. I'm a night owl so there's nothing wrong with that you know what I mean so that's kind of what my delayed sleep disorder is is like I take longer than the average person to fall asleep there's nothing wrong with that that just means I have to go to bed later and I allow myself to sleep in a little bit later so I can get my full seven to eight hours of sleep because that's what my body needs you know even and if I can possibly get more on the weekends I'm gonna go for it and I used to not always go for it but now I'm kind of like just let yourself be lazy on the weekends you know do what you gotta do if you get a little behind you can make up for it that's another thing too is I'm I'm realizing that I've been so hard on myself for so many years that I'm hitting a point in my life where I'm just kind of like having such a bad burnt out I've been kind of in a rut for months and it's just been even harder with school and I haven't been as productive as I could be but I realize I'm trying my best each and every day you know I got out of bed I'm breathing I you know I've taken a shower I've gone on I've gone on a walk you know these are trying to these are type of things I've tried to remind myself on a daily basis when I try to beat myself up for not getting up earlier and being like all those people on YouTube that wake up like with the sun and like go to sleep with the sun I'm like I'm sorry I can't do that like I'm not waking up at 4 a.m to go to the gym okay like I can <laughs> I can wake up when I when I can wake up and I will go on a walk like I don't have to go and do what you do to be a highly productive person um another good thing that I have noticed is like highly successful productive people this has scientifically been proven make their bed I've talked about this with my dad if you make your bed every day, that's a good sense of accomplishment. You should pat yourself on the back because there are some people who don't. And as weird as it sounds, those people tend to not be as organized. It's a weird thing, but they did a study about it. You can look it up. And I think there's been many studies on it. But highly, highly successful people make their bed every day. So if you can do that and make habit of that and only hits news once like you'll be on the right track you know what I mean so that's something that I've been trying to remind myself is like okay if I do these simple little things every day or get sunshine every day that's another thing too is getting at least 30 minutes of sun exposure is great for your body thank you for tuning in and stay tuned for next time